Hey guys, welcome back to my podcast, Inner Monologue, with me, Olivia Neal. Today, we are going to be discussing my crazy trip to Ireland. I brought my friends to Belfast for the first time, and I want to give you the rundown. I'm going to be telling you about how I avoid being let down by boys, by being emotionally unavailable. And I'm going to be telling you about a very exciting brand trip I'm going on. I was about to call you guys duckies, because recently, I have been calling everyone a variation of the word duck it's sort of what my friend leo texted me being like hey duck and i was like that's hilarious no one's ever called me that like such a cute little name to call someone so now i've been calling everyone ducky i go hello ducky call them my little duck or i can go with the like classic original duck still hates the same my duckaroo my little duckling it's just amazing you guys should try it it's the only thing i call people these days anyway let's get into the catch-up what have i been up to i went to belfast in my last podcast i talked to you guys about how i was going home to ireland i haven't been back home for so long i was going for a full week i was having my london friends over for the first time i was like a little bit nervous about it to be honest i was like this is like two worlds colliding i have a good time in belfast when i go home i'm sure a lot of people who are from small towns can probably relate that like when you go home for christmas and stuff and you go to the pub and you see people that you went to school with it's just so much fun because you get to catch up on everything and it's like nothing's ever changed i literally feel like i'm like 17 when i go back like last year i went back for christmas and i was sat talking to a guy that honestly i didn't even like speak to in school but we were in the same physics class for like maybe like a year and we just sat and got caught up and like talked about my physics teacher for a good 30 minutes and i was like wow that was incredible like just feel like i don't chat to people that much in london when I go home, it's real yapping time. Anyway, I was concerned that I didn't know if my friends were gonna enjoy Belfast because like when they come over, like they're not gonna be they're not gonna be catching up with anyone in the smoking area for the whole night. So they're gonna have to go inside. And I was thinking like Belfast doesn't have anywhere that you go and you just have a good time because it's a cool place. Like my friends aren't gonna go and be like, Wow, this is like an amazing carpeted club. They're not gonna they're not gonna think that. No hate to carpeted clubs, okay? Sometimes you can have a good time in a carpeted club. I remember I once went to prison in Birmingham and that was my first experience with a carpeted club. It was like where I met Lewis and stuff, my friend. Um, I went to Sitsi. I literally just started YouTube. If you don't know what Sitsi is, actually, I don't even know if it's a thing anymore, but it was like a real like pivotal time in YouTube history in the UK. Um, it was like a conference thing that loads of YouTubers would go to. And I remember like Zoella and Jim Chapman and Tanya Burr, if you know who these people are. I, I I honestly feel like there might be a generation of people that listen to this podcast that have no idea who these people are, people are like um Jim Chapman and Tanya Burr. They're like the OG British YouTubers, in case you don't know. Um, Anyway, they would go to this conference and like everyone would just buy tickets to go like meet these people and they would do like panels and stuff. And it was just like, and then people would go and like do vlogs of Sitsi. And I remember watching them when I was younger being like, someday I will go to Sitsi. And did I even think that? I don't know. I don't know if I thought that. I just thought like, wow, that's so cool. Like all these like cool YouTubers in one place. And then there'd be like after parties, at, like people's Airbnbs. And I was like, wow, this is epic. I wanted to go there someday. And then when I was 17, I just started YouTube and things started to take off a bit for me. Um, I got invited to Sitsi and I just could not believe it. And I remember me and Elise, one of my best friends from Belfast, we got, the, we got the plane over to Birmingham. Like we were like, this is going to be the most incredible weekend of our lives. And honestly, I had such a great time and I met so many people and yeah, how did I get into Sitsi? I had been to a couple of clubs in Belfast before. Um, we had this thing called Fat Wednesdays. And we would go out on Wednesdays, which I didn't really know how that was allowed because we did have school the next day. And they were doing 90p apple sour shots. And that's how my love for apple sours got started. And they would just play the most horrendous music. And I remember like, I used to spend my night just like 
like you would see like how many people you kiss in a night and then I would spend my night trying to get into the VIP. Like the VIP of Fat Wednesdays felt like, I don't know, like the Met Gala after party. That's what it, like it was in my brain. Um, and I would just like try to sneak in all the time and I was never ever allowed in. Anyway, I went to Birmingham and I went to the prison in Birmingham. I remember it was a carpeted club, but I thought that it was the most incredible place ever because it had like several different rooms with different music and I couldn't quite wrap my head around it. Haven't been back to a prison since. Um, I don't know, I, I feel like a prison was such a, like it's just a weird little place, but I don't know, no hate. Also like I'm thinking maybe I will go back to prison because I swear they have like high school musical rooms. And although I do love a good like, my, I'm trying to think if I go clubbing in London, I can't remember the last time I went clubbing in London. I mean, a lot of the clubs in London play R&B music, which is so fun. Love a good bit of R&B music, but sometimes I want a real cheesy sing-along and that's where prison comes in. Maybe I'll head back to prison. So I'm like, do they have prisons in, in London? I'm sure they do. This episode is brought to you by Amazon Prime. You know Amazon Prime is not just a shipping subscription, right? It's got everything, including streaming TV and movies on Prime Video. And of course, Prime's fast, free shipping. Go from watching your favorite shows to getting your favorite things. Whatever you're into, it's on Prime. Visit Amazon.com slash Prime to get more out of whatever you're into. I was nervous that my friends were going to come to Belfast and they weren't going to enjoy it. And I went, I went over a few days before them, had some really great quality family time. I, it was amazing seeing my family. I haven't seen them in so long. Just did some real wholesome stuff. Had like my mum cook me all my meals. I just love, I love my mum's cooking. And it's not anything crazy. Like she will just fry a bit of vegan mince and then put in the Dolmio bolognese sauce. Like she's not cooking it up from scratch. But for some reason when she does that, it tastes amazing. If I was to do that at home, I, I would never even dream of doing that at home. Don't know why. Like, that is, like, something that my mum specifically has to make me. But, yeah, it was just so nice being home, seeing my family. And then I went to pick up my friends in the airport. And like, I was about to have the best weekend ever of my life. Like, I genuinely think that this weekend in Belfast will go down in history for me. I think when you, like, obviously spend, like, your whole life somewhere, it kind of loses its magic a bit. But because I had friends coming over and I had to, like, really, I, like, had to show them around, like, plan a bit of, an itinerary i really saw it from a fresh set of eyes so picked them up from the airport my dad knows someone that works in the porsche center this is the most like crazy thing ever my friends could not believe it when i picked them up from the airport in this in the porsche center as i've said seven times already and he said to him like oh obviously like olivia rents a car from you because my i don't own my car also, I was thinking about this. Like, you know, if you rent a flat, like you can't change anything because you have to give it back. I rent a car. I, I rent my, like I, I don't own my car and I didn't buy it outright. I just pay like a monthly thing to to Porsche and I have my car. Also, I was thinking about this on the way here. Like it is freezing in London at the minute. Like I think it's five degrees and I didn't put on my heating in my car because I have an electric car. And when you put on the heating, it drains the battery, obviously, and I need the battery to get places. And I don't, I don't stay on top of charging my battery. Like I will let it go to zero miles, but not, or like I will drive places on zero miles, and not zero miles of battery because I just hate. Like I, it's just such effort. It's not effort at all, and I really should just get on top of it or even get a charger in my house. But I just can't be bothered. It just feels like such like a grown up thing to do is organize that. So I'm just not going to do it anyway. I'm, I'm never on top of it, um. So I'm not going to waste my miles of battery and heating myself like i'll just brave the cold so i like got in my car today it's five degrees and i haven't driven it in a while because i just got back from ireland so it's really just been sat in the cold for a long time and i got in i'm not even wearing socks today i'm wearing pumps so i've got no socks on didn't wear a coat get in the car can see my breath i'm literally shaking but i didn't have enough charge to 
get to Spotify to record this podcast and to heat up the car. So I actually was, I think I had maybe a bit of pneumonia. Um, but I also have gotten so used to it. Like I was in Belfast and my sister, I'm sorry if you blast hot, actually, okay, I'm not going to judge because I'm sure at one point I used to do the same, but because I'm so used to being freezing in the car now, I got in my, my sister's car. She was driving us to a little Pilates class. I just love it. I loved it. Like me, my sister, my mom going to Pilates class. It was amazing. So wholesome. Anyway, um, she picked me up and she was blasting hot air in her car, which upon reflection is probably quite a normal thing to do on a cold winter's morning. But I got in and she was blasting this heat and I was like, oh, I, I literally just got out of bed, hadn't eaten anything. Like, so you know, sometimes you just feel a bit sick in the morning. I just felt a bit sick in the morning. She was blasting this hot air and I was like, I may need a pullover. She was like, well, I was like, pullover right now. So she pulled over and I was like dry heaving at the side of the road because the hot air would just make me feel so sick. I'm just so not used to it. I'm so against hot air. I actually would. I know I don't really have a choice because I I, I can't, I either have to choose between heating myself up or driving or I could just wise up and put my car in charge. But now I'm just like, I actually think I prefer free, being freezing in the car. Hot air makes me feel violently ill. I think I'm like that in like most situations though. I would rather be cold than hot. I hate being hot in bed. Like I will, I love like, you know, I'd rather it be cold in my house and then like get all cozy in bed. Like I don't want to be sweating in bed. I want to wake up in a pool of sweat. What is all that about? It's not about me. Anyway, back to what I was saying. Yes, I rent my car from Porsche Centre Belfast. So my dad was like to his friend at work saying, he's like, oh, seeing as Olivia like um, rents the car from you guys, would you do her a solid? Like she's got to drive her friends around and obviously I don't have a car in Belfast. Would you give her like a courtesy car for the weekend? Like, you know, the cars that they have that they just like lend people if their cars are getting fixed or whatever. And somehow he managed to finesse me a big, a big fuck off car, which was the best thing ever. I just loved it. I've never driven like a big car before and it was like a big like Jeep. I felt so important on the road and i was like oh my god maybe i should get a big car like maybe i could like see myself in a big car don't know it was a fun little like um thing for the weekend so incredibly grateful and lucky to have that because then i was able to pick up my friends from the airport in this big car anyway let me run you through the whole weekend because that was okay that was like my highlight i just i just love i love driving i'm such a car person i get really into all that and like let me get into what we did for the weekend so i pick up my friends we go on the first night to an irish pub called duke of york and it was like a proper irish pub we all got guinness there was a man at the front with a guitar he was singing only classics everyone else in the pub was sat down but we were like up in front of this man with the guitar like giving him song requests singing every word it was so fun and i feel like i never go to those places because i guess i guess it is like quite touristy because i was like doing all the touristy things with my friends it was just so much fun cannot recommend the duke of york enough to anyone that goes to belfast had so much fun they loved it then the next day we went to Boojum. That was the one thing that they were like requesting that we did because I don't shut the fuck up. What Boojum? Boojum is a burrito place in Northern Ireland. And it really truly is the best burrito in the world. I don't know what it is. Well, okay, a few of my friends were divided. Like a few of them were like, Olivia, I completely understand where you're coming from. And then the other two who aren't burrito enthusiasts were like, uh, I mean, it's not really any different to Chipotle. And I was like, oh, that is sacrilegious. I cannot believe you just said that. This is nothing like Chipotle. It's just like, oh, I don't know how to explain it. You need to just, you know what? Flights, if you live in England, flights to Belfast aren't that expensive. They're like, I think mine was 50 quid um, for a return, I'm sure. And I booked that like four days before I went. So if you booked it in advance, I'm sure you could get one for 20 quid. Just go and get a burrito and come back and tell me what you think about it because it's so fucking worth it. It is the best burrito. And I've been to Mexico. I mean, yeah, I've been to Mexico. I've tried a lot of burritos in Mexico. And maybe it's just, I don't I don't know what it is. Maybe it's because I grew up with it. That I think Boojum is so incredible. But I, it's the best burrito I've ever had in my life. Um, I've been to LA. Like, they've got really good Mexican food. Still, I prefer 
the humble Boojum from Northern Ireland. So they tried Boojum and they loved it. And then we were like, what do we do now? Like, I, I was trying to think, like, what is there to do in Belfast during the day? Like, we've got, I'm trying to think of touristy things we, we have. We've got, like, the Christmas market. I'm like, we've got Christmas markets in London. Like, I want to do something. I was trying to think of things we could do, like, during the day in Belfast, like, after we had our Boojum. Because I was like, we've only really got, like, one full day here. Like, we should, like, probably do something, I guess, touristy. The only thing we've really got is the, the Titanic Museum that is, like, a tourist attraction. Like, no one wants to go to that. Obviously, like, fair fucks if you want to go to the Titanic Museum. But, like, I've watched enough movies. I learned about it in school. It's a bit embarrassing, to be honest. Like, why is it our main tourist attraction that we built a boat that killed so many people? Like, feels like something we should maybe not be boasting about. So I was like, I'm not going to take my friends there. I don't want to, like, put a dampener on the whole day. by being like, yeah, this is where, this is how we killed all these people. Like, it's just, it's just a bit, it's like a bit dark almost. Not for me. There was a pond land beside Boojum and I just have to tell you about this it was a really really fun activity to do with your friends we like, should we do a secret Santa so we rang up my dad I mean me and my dad like we handed around the phone my dad gave us all a different name um of someone like who to get in secret Santa and we gave ourselves a five pound budget and we went into Pointland and we just went fucking crazy I mean not that crazy because we could only get five things um but oh my god was it a blast it was so fun I forgot how much I love Pointland I feel like Pointland was such a thing in school like where you would go in and you get those big bags of Haribos and like you just thought it was the best thing ever but like I feel like I never even see Pointland these days like it feels like something that like you wouldn't really get in like the center of London like it's like definitely like a I'm trying to think of somewhere in London that might have one I'm thinking maybe like Brent Cross would probably have, if that means anything to anyone. Like, just like the outskirts would have Pointlands, or like I'm sure there's like a lot in like I bet you Birmingham has um some Pointlands. <laughs> but anyway, haven't seen a Pointland in so long. Had the best time in there. I just love Secret Santa. I feel like it's not something I I ever really do, and I don't I a proper Secret Santa like where you've got like a fifty pound like budget and like you actually have to get like a thoughtful like good present kind of stresses me out. I don't like that. So Pointland like doing a Pointland one is so much more fun because you can just get like. There's, there's nothing thoughtful that you can get from Poundland for a Secret Santa. What did I get my friend? So I have five points. I got him. They had a vibrating bullet, so I got him that. Uh, I got him a little wine glass that you could attach to the top of a wine bottle so you can just drink directly from the bottle because he loves a glass of wine. What else? So that was quite thoughtful, actually. Got him some Haribo, big strawberries, can't go wrong. My friend got a baby doll who she then, carried, she then carried on this baby doll for a good six hours. Like, she became a mother in Belfast. Anyway, it was a great time. Um, would highly recommend doing a secret Santa in a point land if you're thinking of something to do fun with your friends this this winter season. Then, that night, we had a leaving party for my um, brother because he's moving to Australia. I was a bit nervous about this because it was, like, at my family home and we had, like, all my family coming, like, all my cousins, like, my nana and papa, all my brother's friends. I was like, this is, like, a real, like, before, like, before this, like, it had just been, like, me and, like, my friends from London and, like, I hadn't really, like, we hadn't really merged with the Belfast people. Like, I obviously, I love my friends and I knew they would, but I was just a bit, like, worried, like, if they're going to be like, this is so lame, like, why are we just hanging out with, like, all your family? I don't know I was just like so in my own head about this like I'm such an overthinker so I just overthinking this whole weekend so I didn't know what to expect from this night but oh my god it was amazing like all my friends of course they're all lovely people got on so well with everyone all my family my family loved it my nana sent me a text after being like, my nana got so fucking deep with it like she was like walking around all my friends being like thank you so much for being such a good friend to Olivia like you guys are really special and I was like oh they actually are like it was just such a heartwarming like thing i think it brought like my friendship with them to, like a next level so we had like three different rooms in the house that we could all sleep in because there was five of us um but instead like we all decided to just sleep in i mean i didn't i was like i'm not getting involved in this like my friend kept farting and i was like i have to leave this room right now but like we all stayed in my in my um in my 
childhood bedroom like all four of them would just pile in there at night and they would just like like put like mattresses on the floor just so they could all be together and i was involved up until like 2 a.m and i was like i can't do this anymore i've got to go i've got to go to another room it stinks in here <laughs> that's what Boojum will do to you anyway yeah it's just like so it was so nice like so weird seeing them all like interacting with my family and all my cousins and like sleeping in my childhood bedroom but just so heartwarming and i came away from the weekend being like that was the like that is exactly what i needed i mean it was a lot of drinking because then after my family party we we're drinking of course my family party i think that's like all we do really in ireland is drink it's such a, such a big drinking culture but it is because there's nothing to fucking do during the day so it's like when it comes at night it's like may as well like get on it like where's the goodness let's get drunk um but it was so much fun like i don't even regret like sometimes like i come away from a weekend of drinking and i'm like oh like that was disgusting and like no i feel so shit like i do feel a bit shit like i do have a, a bit of brain fog going on today so you all have to bear with me but it was just so much fun like so much good time so much laughter like that night after my family party we went out clubbing and like they met like all the people i went to school with which was also so weird like one of my friends like kissed someone i went to school who i actually think i might have kissed at one point i mean everyone about fast kisses everyone yeah like one of my friends from london kissed someone like in the pub that i went to like school with like grew up with and i was like what the fuck is going on right now like this is the weirdest crossover episode ever and uh, then we went clubbing to this club that like i think i'm i didn't really go clubbing in this place very much when i was younger but we went and for some reason they gave us a table and they gave us like a free like cocktail tree which i didn't know was a thing and we all just got so drunk at this club and um, but yeah had the best time ever and would really actually in my last episode i was quite negative about belfast i was like mm, there's nothing to do like i don't even know what i'm gonna do with it i cannot recommend going to belfast enough for a weekend like it actually changed my whole perspective on the city like it's so much fun and like all the little like irish pubs and stuff like you you don't realize like, there's actually nowhere like that in england like i've never been to a pub in england where there's been like a ga- man with a, a guitar i mean i'm sure there are they do exist but, like like where like people are just like sat around with beers like singing along with a man like a random man with a guitar like he was amazing i'm like you've got the x factor like you should be fucking famous why are you just in this little irish pub like you're getting the, you know how to work a crowd um also my other my other intention of like going to belfast was coming back with like a more of a stronger northern irish accent and i don't know if it worked to be honest i think it did work up until like my my london friends came and then i it came it went right back i just it makes me sick actually like they were all saying like when we were like at my family party they're like oh my god you all have like so much of a stronger accent than olivia like all my friends are saying that like you guys like your accent's so different and i was like shut up shut up <laughs> i swear it's not that is my update on belfast had the best time i think the highlight of my trip was probably just like seeing my friends and my family interact at like my brother's like going away party it was just so nice and it was so like obviously like my mum and dad have met all my friends before but from like my nana and papa to have met them and like know that i actually like don't have just imaginary friends i think honestly like my whole family are like not worried about me but like i sit i fucking come on here every week and i'm like yeah so i'm doing really bad at the minute and i don't really leave my house much and i'm kind of isolating myself so i think they probably do listen to it sometimes i'm like oh god olivia like i had like quite a serious conversation with my mom and dad and they're like we feel almost guilty because we sent you away not they didn't send me away but like i like as soon as i was like 18 no not even like i, I was a bit as soon as i finished school obviously i couldn't finish school because of covid but as soon as i could i fucking got out of belfast and i just moved away completely like with no not even like my, it's not that my mum and dad didn't give me the tools to move away but i think it was quite a unique situation in the fact that like 
well, my brother and sister moved away. They went to uni and no one really likes, I mean, I'm sure people do, but like no one really likes being at uni. Like it's just a bit grim. So you come home as often as you can. And like your mom, parents will like do your food shop for you. Maybe that's a bit like my, my mom and dad just spoiled my brother a lot. So like they did his fucking weekly food shop on like online or Morrison's. Was it Morrison's or Asda? Asda. They would do it like every week for him. But he was just so babied his whole life. But anyway, I think they felt a bit guilty that I literally just like moved away and like on me as well. I'm quite bad at communication. So like I wouldn't like, speak to them that much what was going on like i actually like had to like start paying taxes and all my bills and all that shit like i think they felt a little bit i guess like hands off with me as as soon as i left home um, and i didn't go home at all like i loved being in that because like yeah as i was saying like people that go to uni it's like it's school and like the uni lifestyle obviously can be a bit grim so it's like and you've got like you're living on like your student loan and all that stuff whereas like for me like i was having the best time ever like i was like whenever like, i first moved to london like i was like i'm living the life right now and, like i was i thought i was living the life i really wasn't i was just like going to like clubs like five nights a week and like could just do whatever i wanted obviously and like my job was so fun and like gave me like the coolest opportunities ever because of that i was like i don't want to go home i want to go back to belfast so i never did anyway so i feel like they thought like they they get worried and like they thought that they didn't give me the tools that i needed to move out and like they think that that's affected me now i don't know they're just trying to like find reason as to why i could be a bit de- in have depressive episodes sometimes anyway they get worried and just to see them and like my my nan and papa and stuff get worried a lot as well um and i feel like i actually have like quite a lot of intense things happen um to me that I've had to deal with. My family just get worried and they think that I don't have any friends. <laughs> they think that I just sit in my flat all day. So for them to like meet my friends and like my Nana, like really, she got emotional. Like she sent me texts after being like, it's just so nice to see that you've got such a great support system in London and that your friends are so lovely. And I guess like maybe they don't think, they maybe didn't think my friends were like normal because like my friends are so normal and they're so lovely and just great human beings. And yeah, and it was just nice to see them all interact. This episode is brought to you by Amazon Prime. You know Amazon Prime is not just a shipping subscription, right? It's got everything, including streaming TV and movies on Prime Video. And of course, Prime's fast, free shipping. Go from watching your favorite shows to getting your favorite things. Whatever you're into, it's on Prime. Visit Amazon.com slash Prime to get more out of whatever you're into. peak moment for me was driving around listening to the cranberries so i basically become obsessed with this band it's like an irish band from the 1980s i think and i'd always like known i'm i know their songs i think you will know their songs like their main song is called zombie or something which is a really famous song i've been obsessed with a song called linger by the cranberries please just go listen to it it's such a winter song like the next time you're walking like going in your like winter autumn is it winter or autumn i don't know like a cold walk or you're on the tube or on the bus or you're having a little main character moment at a cafe or something put your earphones in and listen to linger by the cranberries and you will it will just make you feel like you're in a movie it's all i've been listening to recently and yeah I, driving around belfast because i was like in ireland like listening to that song i was like i'm literally like rory gilmore in the gilmore girls right now like the leaves are on the floor i'm all bundled up i've never watched gilmore girls by the way so i don't know why i'm saying that but it just gave me that vibe <laughs> um i then also like went through like the five stages of grief in one sitting because like i became obsessed with these like this band and i loved it i was like reading so much about them like listening to all their songs and 
and mum was talking about them and then I like found out do you ever do this like you, you like become obsessed with someone and then you find out they've died like the main singer of the band died a few years ago god bless her I was just so upset like I was like oh like <laughs> I was about to say just when I've become obsessed no that's a horrible thing to say but bless her um it's like when you watch a movie who did I watch I watched um the triangle of sadness an incredible movie cannot recommend enough that movie and i loved it and i became obsessed like the main girl in it and i was like she's amazing like she's like so funny like she's gorgeous like i, I want to like learn a bit about her i want to like follow her on instagram or something we'll go watch some like her other work for now she died and i was like what the fuck there's like another um there's another band as well called hers and they've got quite a famous song it was like really famous on tiktok and I remember I, lo- I loved that song and I started listening to them so much. I was like, can't wait for them to release more music. And then I like looked them up and I read an article and they basically, like, this is horrendous. They were like on their tour bus in America or something and the, ho- the bus crashed and the whole band died. And I was like, oh, oh my God. Also, sorry, I broke. That was just the worst timing ever. I was maybe like, I broke an ale. Sorry, so insensitive, but like horrible. God bless them couldn't believe it but also i was like this is just like so much information to absorb at once anyway so i was really upset to find out that the lead singer of the cranberries had died because i'm obsessed with them now i feel like it's the only music i'm going to be listening to this autumn i feel like my whole trip kind of just like reminded me the importance of having like a good support system when you when i was because i was like spending time with my friends and like my friends have always been amazing and always been an amazing support system but sometimes i can like really isolate myself like when i feel a bit shit like i, I don't want to put in the effort to see my friends like i'd rather just like maybe facetime every now and then and i'll just like see you on a night out or something like i don't want to actually like spend time with you like not in a bad way that's horrible but it is just like a it's like a burnout thing like i really really suffer with that like i will just not leave my house and like my friends always say it to me like they're like joking about it with my family and stuff like about how like i have these periods where like i won't leave my house and like i won't even i won't even like pick up the phone i won't contact anyone and they just like think i've gone like they, well they not think i've gone hey well they know where i am they know i'm in bed <laughs> but um it's just like it is a it is a quite common thing with me and it's something i want to stop doing because like spending like daytime time with my friends made me realize like how important it is because i was like struggling a little bit like the past month or so um and i think i mean something that made it a lot worse a catalyst of it all you could say was that i wasn't really busy at all and i mean my lifestyle isn't very busy let's be real it's not as if i like have to be somewhere like nine to five you know like i it can be quite if i don't have much on it can be very very um, busy i don't know what that word is um so if i want it to be busy i need to like really like i need to plan things for myself like i mean also i'm just such a fucking slacker like i could just start youtube again that would make me busy so shut up olivia um i could be doing more for sure um but anyway i was like really taking advantage of the fact that i didn't have anything on to then sit in my house and think about how shit i felt i'm really like that was all i was thinking about i was like letting that like control my day how shit i felt and like just being unkind to myself and just like it was just, i was just so in my own head and it was just so easy to be in my own head because i was able to just lock myself away and not do anything and like i wasn't like i wasn't being distracted at all like obviously i would come here and chat to you but apart from that i was not really being distracted or if i was it was for very short periods of time um and I would be thinking like if I was like doing something I'd be like can't wait to go home and just like sit in bed for the next like 24 hours like let can't wait for this view over so I can go home and like think about how shit I feel I don't know why like I I think when you're in a bad place it really takes a lot for you to like 
put in the effort to like get yourself out of that bad place but because i was like kind of forced to do this whole like weekend and a week going home which was just amazing for me it made me realize god like spending time with people and like making yourself do things and get on getting onto the house during the day and going for walks or going for food with people or whatever really makes all the difference um and yeah i just feel amazing after like made me feel amazing and it also just made me like it also made me realize i don't need any boys <laughs> i know i said this every week and i'm so like am i fucking auntie i can't give anyone anything right now but i've been like seeing a trend on tiktok recently and it, i was really like god i need to like give my two pence on this because being in this mindset has changed a lot for me i think before i would put a lot into speaking to boys or i love a good like i, I would i would get delusional i would like some i would start speaking to someone that i i find hot and i would literally like start planning a relationship i'm sure a lot of you guys can relate it's like i just like love like romanticizing people and like making someone up in my head um and then often i would get like let down by people or i would find myself sitting around waiting for a text or i think it's quite a common thing actually in like 2023 like i've i've just seen a lot of tiktoks i think my whole for you page is like this because i keep liking things but it's like people will like spend time with you go on dates with you like cuddle you you'll have sleepovers and they'll like stroke your hair you watch movies and they'll be like but i don't want to be with you and like i think a couple months ago i would have found that really hard to understand i would have been like disappointed and because like i mean that is like also like if someone does that to you and they're leading you on because that's not normal behavior but even if i didn't do that i would still like in my head like i've like made up this whole situation with this person and, like but then that leads to you being let down and it leads to you like being depend like your mood being dependent on like getting a text from someone or getting a reply or like someone viewing your story or all that kind of thing but i've gone to a point now where i'm like i actually like could not think of anything worse than a relationship um because i just think about all the bad bits of it and i'm like i love spending time with my friends so much i wouldn't want anything to take me away from that i wouldn't want anyone to like distract me from like or just like take away from my happiness and of course a relationship maybe could add to my happiness but a lot of like relationships are tough like you have to put in work you have to be in a position where you can really like i think i am not in a position with myself that i could be happy in a relationship i think i would like spiral if i was in a relationship so i've gotten so much to a point now where i don't want it that like i can just have so much fun with these like delusion delusional ships with people because like they can never disappoint me or I, I can never be like let down because i also don't want anything i saw this like trend on tiktok and it's like me taking the biggest step back when they say stuff like why are you mad we're not even dating or when their energy shifts or when they give you a dry reply after a day of like not replying or whatever and i'm just like obviously being like being able to take that step back like i've gotten to a real point with myself with like how i feel about like speaking to people that i'm like i can really bring myself back down to earth no i'm not so delusional and i guess it's because i don't want a relationship um and i also think i'm just like protecting myself now because i also like i'm going like i'm i'm not in the best mental bit of my life so i cannot deal with someone letting me down so i'm just really sort of protecting myself but it's so much fun like when you like get into a position where like you're all it's not it's not even a fuckboy thing to do well no yeah it is like you know when like boys lead you on and stuff when you start doing that the, you uno reverse card them it's a fucking great time i have so much fun and my feelings can never get hurt maybe i'm just like emotionally like really unavailable right now which honestly sometimes isn't a bad thing would rather be emotionally unavailable than like too available to the point that you're gonna get hurt but i just love that trend like i just keep like taking step backs from things these days 
when like anything happens, like when there's any energy shift, I'm like, whoa, let me bring myself back onto earth here. I don't even, I don't even want this. <laughs> that's my piece of advice. You need to get to a point. If you find yourself like being led on, because that's all fucking, like boys do that so much these days. It's like they want like, uh, well, I've just found. It's like they want to talk to you and they want to go on dates, but they don't really want to take it any further. Maybe that's a me thing. Maybe I'm the common denominator. Maybe like boys just don't want to be in relationships with me. But I've actually seen a lot of TikToks about it. Like it's a very common thing these, this day in 2023. So if you find that you're being a victim of being let down a lot, you need to get to a point where it's like, I'm gonna like I'm gonna let you. You can't let me down because I never wanted you in the first place. Anyway, I think having like boundaries in those kind of situations or anyone in your life that is at par to let you down, like you just need to be really. I've become very, I guess, like, cutthroat. Like, the second someone starts to, like, at all let me down or, like, they start to make me feel bad at all, you need to be able to, like, really respect yourself enough to be, like, I don't need this. Like, you really don't need... Oh, my God, I sound like an actual, like, heartless bitch, but, like, you don't need anyone. Like, if if anyone is, like, at all negatively impacting your life, like, you've got enough shit going on, you know? Like, well, for me, anyway... Someone said to me earlier, like, um, do you see any, like, they're asking me about Belfast, and they're like, do you see any of your enemies? Or, like, whatever. And I was like, I actually don't have, like, in life, like, I don't have any, like, enemies. I don't, for me, anyway. Like, I, I just, like, have no beef with anyone. Like, I feel like I am my own biggest enemy. Like, I am a biggest hater. <laughs> like, I am dealing with enough. I, I, and that's, like, a very common thing. Like, you are your most, like, I, a lot of people, I'm sure there's a lot of people who have very healthy um relationships with themselves but like you're very like a lot of people are very self-critical of themselves and like or like in life like i hold myself back from doing a lot of things or speaking to people or just like getting into like taking opportunities because i'm like i'm my own biggest like critic and like i'm i don't know yeah i feel like i'm like my, my own biggest enemy so like i don't need anyone else in life to be like i i actually like will i refuse to have beef with anyone like ever again i'm not doing it like, if anyone at all becomes, like, at all beefy with me, I'm just going to be like, sorry, I'm not involved with this. Like, I think it's just important to have, like, high standards in life and not, like, let anyone walk over you. Like, I even had a situation where someone from my past basically, like, rang me up and was... My, this podcast, you, you guys wouldn't even believe it. You might just shit this podcast get me, gets me in just in general life because I actually, I yap a bit too much sometimes. I keep everyone anonymous, you know? But it actually really does, like, get me in shape. But, like, fuck it. I like telling you things. But also, yes, keep everyone anonymous. It really shouldn't... I really should not be getting in shit. But, like, I get, like, messages from people all the time. Like, stop thinking about me. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, I get a phone call from someone saying, like, who are you speaking about? Like, is this, like, like whatever. Like, some, someone in my in my life write me being, like, who, who are you speaking about on this podcast? I was like, you know what? I actually don't owe anyone anything. Like, obviously, my friends and family, who I love very, very much, I owe them things and like I love them so much and I will do anything for them but like people in my life who do not give me that much or like I, I was thinking this like when when I was being asked like I don't like when someone was asking me to tell them a piece of information that I didn't actually need to tell anyone I was just like you know what unless you like actually really really influence my life in a really good way or you make me very very happy or I love you like so much I don't owe anyone anything and I'm gonna hold myself to that like I need to just like in life like respect myself and respect that like if, if I say to someone you know I don't owe you anything and they don't respect that I'm like well, fuck off you know I don't know if that makes any sense but that was a real like moment for me I was like I actually don't owe people anything and like does that make sense yeah like the next time someone fucking 
texts me or rings me up and is like stop anonymously speaking about me okay maybe this is like any problem though like maybe i am the common denominator here and it actually is like a bad thing for me to do like anonymously speak with people but i'm like it's my experience i only ever speak about my experience you know what i will give it in the past i kind of maybe went in depth a bit too much for things and like I was hurting a lot at times and I used to like really let it all out in this podcast. I think honestly it had like a different intention of me just like filling you guys in. I was like, I want I want people to not hurt from this podcast at all. I don't want to hurt people. I was hurting. So I think I was just trying to like cause drama of some sort. But now I would only ever, I feel like I've matured a little bit. I actually think I have matured a lot since this podcast has begun. I have matured a lot and I've gotten to the point now like I will speak about my experiences with people. I will never ever speak about other people or like give too much information about them away at all. Or like I keep everyone so anonymous. Like there's no way of people ever telling who I'm speaking about. I mean, actually on my GQ when I really did say that, like about Theo James, but like that's a celebrity. I'm allowed to talk about celebrities. Anyway, in my life, I will never speak about like, um, people that anyone can ever figure out who it is. So, like, the next time, like, because I actually, this happens to me a lot. Like, I get boys, like, because I, I like to tell you things about boys, you know? And I always get them being like, stop speaking about me. And I'm like, don't fucking listen to my podcast then. This podcast is not for you. It, like, for the boys, like, that I speak to, like, this podcast is not for you. If you're listening to this right now, because I know you fucking are. And I always tell you, every time someone rings me up, no, like, well, today I got a phone call being like, hey, speaking about it. I was just like, I don't owe you anything. And also, stop listening to my podcast. Like, this is like my diary, you know? It feels so invasive for someone to like, someone for, like, that I know. Like, well, actually, no, even because like, you guys come up to me sometimes, you're like, I love the podcast or whatever. And I'm like, thanks, girl. Like, love that. Like, love you. Like, I don't care. You knowing everything about me. Someone like, that, like in my life, like a boy or something in my life, listen to my podcast, fucked up. You know, it feels so weird. I, like, I went, actually, I met up with my friend, Susie. She's like one of my old, like, she, I think, no, she's my oldest friend. I've been friends with her since I was like, she lives in Belfast I met up with her when I was in Belfast obviously we were like catching up she was just like yeah I know that from your podcast and I was like that is hilarious that you listen to my podcast like I love it so much like, I love her and I love that she listens to my podcast because like now that when we catch up like I can just ask her everything about her life because honestly she has nothing to ask me because I spit it all like I know she's probably listening to this right now so hi Susie you're listening to this but like I just spill everything on this podcast but she doesn't she doesn't ring me up and question me and give me all this shit for listening to my podcast like she she knows what it is like she listens to it and she just like that's it she listens to it she finishes it and she moves on to the next podcast she does not fucking ring me up or send me like an angry text but and also like who do you like such main character like you know you think you're the main character like no one no one knows like no one's gonna figure out who you are to the boys it just infuriates me it's like one of the most like annoying things that comes like it's the only annoying things that come from this podcast because i love everything else about it Okay, I'm going to end the podcast there. I actually need to run off because I'm going to Austria tomorrow. How random. I'm going to Austria on a brand trip with someone that I just will never, ever. Like, this was, I always say, like, what, like people ask me, like, what's the craziest trip you've been on? I'm very, very blessed with this job. Somehow, for some reason, I don't still don't understand. I've, I've been on, like, oh, sorry. I'm still, sort of like, eh. I've been on free holidays, but I have, and it's, um, a wild wild thing like obviously everyone i mean if you don't know what a brand trip is it's when a brand takes you on a trip somewhere and you just have to like post stories and wear their clothes on the trip and like they're actually really really good pr moves for a brand like remember tart did a trip 
if you don't know what Tarte is, it's like um, a makeup brand, but they did a trip and it literally went viral just because like it was such an expensive, it, like everyone was like, this is so expensive. Like everyone was getting like, biz- like business class tickets bought for them. Everyone was staying in these, on this like private island. Everything was just so grand. And the whole thing on TikTok was like, this cannot be profitable, surely. Like, like they're spending so much money on this trip and like bringing all these influencers out here and stuff. Like surely this isn't profitable, profitable for them. But because it got so much traction on TikTok and everyone was talking about the trip and how grand it was and how crazy it was and all the influencers that were going and it just like it, it blew up and I was like, this is like the smartest PR move. Like everyone's talking about this. Like it now makes sense to me. Like it obviously was profitable because like I hadn't heard of Tarte in years. Like no one really, I feel like no one really uses Tarte, the makeup brand. I mean, maybe they do in America. But I just feel like it's not a big thing in the UK. But like, it, like, like I was speaking about Tarte for the first time in five years. So like it does make sense. I do understand brand trips in that sense because I do sometimes think like this is so like the whole like influencer like gifting thing and like getting free shit is the stupidest thing ever because influencers like it's it's a really great job and like I know like influencers and celebrities are the last people who need to be receiving free things and receiving free holidays like surely give it to someone that actually like needs it you know um I always think that but then I like and I get comments sometimes or like I see no I don't like I see comments on like even just stuff about the brand the tart brand trip but people being like why are they like why are they doing this for the influencers like surely the influencers can just like pay to go on holiday themselves but I do understand it from a brand advertising perspective it does make sense because it really really gets people talking about it and like obviously like for example a brand will pay someone money to post stories and say like I'm going to um Austria with Mew Mew crazy because I just love Mew Mew it's my favorite brand in the world anyway they could pay you to post in Mew Mew and like as an ad you know or they could just like make a trip fly you on this trip like they don't have to pay no one really I, well as far as I know people don't get paid to go on trips obviously well I don't know I can't speak for everyone but I, no, you don't get paid to go on these trips you go for free obviously when you're there you're organically posting because it's just so cool I mean usually the brand trips that they bring you on are really cool because they're like organized by these like amazing brands that I, and I think they spend a lot of money on it so you're organically posting because you want to like post because everything's so pretty and like you get to wear like these amazing clothes so you're probably posting more than you would do if they paid you to do an ad so they get more um they get more for their buck i think as a brat from a brand perspective i don't know why i'm getting into this um it's just such an interesting like fucking hunger games capital thing like the whole like world of influencing is just like bizarre to me like what it's like a black mirror thing people ask me sometimes like what's like the coolest brand trip you've ever been on and i think for sure it was when i went to saint tropez with mumu it was the most incredible thing i've ever been on in my life i've been on brand trips that have maybe been like a bit more grand or whatever but First of all, outside the France, we'll never ever go there on my own accord because it is so fucking expensive. Like a bottle of water is like 30 euros. And like, although Ibiza is quite, I'd say Ibiza is like a similar, actually I don't even know if it is. Like Ibiza would be like a similar price point. Um, But like Ibiza makes sense to me because like Ibiza is the best place on earth and like you have like the most amazing parties ever. And like, it's just such a good energy there. Whereas outside the France is just stuck up and like, I would just never pay to go there myself personally i also don't like french food which really like i i really like choose where i like to go on holiday based on the food so sorry the france people are stuck up it's so expensive and i don't like the food so i would never pay to go there on my own but i can appreciate that it's the most like incredible place ever like so luxurious like everyone like there is just so rich and like 
it's just like like the yachts there are amazing it's an incredible place to go and just like be like whoa so i like was so appreciative appreciative when i was brought there on a brand trip with fucking vivi i couldn't i just could not get over it and like this was like when i first started ever working with like any high fashion brands it was just a very like what the fuck moment and i got to wear Mew Mew clothes the entire time like what it was just crazy and then that night i remember like we went we went out for dinner with whatever like the whole team and then after my friend was like oh like my friend's having a party like let's go to this party and she like brings us to the address but the address is like i think i think i told you guys about this on the podcast my friend brings us to this address and the address is um like a port like a harbor and there's like nothing there and then this little like tiny boat drives up and we all get in this tiny boat and it brings us on to this super yacht and i was like what the fuck is my life right now like this is the craziest thing that I've, 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 like, I've ever, ever done in my life. Like why am I in Saint-Tropez on a fucking super yacht? And then we get on and there's like fucking celebrities everywhere. Oh, sorry. It was just the craziest thing ever. I could not believe it. And that was my trip with Mimi. And for like, I've honestly, I have been, I've probably been on like, I had crazier experiences, but because that was the first time I've ever experienced anything like that. And it was just so like luxurious and like, I just was like, why the fuck am I here the whole time? Um, it was just still to this day, my favorite thing I've ever done. The fact that I'm going away with Mimi again tomorrow is the most exciting thing ever. We're going to Austria this time. We're going to Vienna. When I was told I was going to Vienna, I was like, oh great, Italy. Like, I love Italy. Gonna have some pasta, you know, some pizza. Then I looked it up, it turns out Vienna is not in Italy. Much to my surprise, it's in Austria. So that's where I'm going tomorrow. So it should be really, really exciting and really, really fun. And I'm so looking forward to it. Um, so I need to go home and pack for that. But I will give you a full update next week on next week's podcast about that trip and how it goes. I don't know if it's going to be like the, the same. Like, I'm not going to go on any fucking super yachts this time because we're in Austria. I don't think that's the vibe in Austria. But it, I'm sure it will still be amazing. Um, so I'll give you an update next week. Okay. Thanks, guys, for listening. Love you so much. Bye.